0: I'm Victoria Wickham, and this is The Daily Download. Today, our digital producer, Alcina Lloyd, is joined by Donna Williams, the president of the National Association of Real Estate Brokers, to discuss the Trump administration's recent termination
1: The Obama-era AFFH
0: Fair Housing Rule. In the interview, William shares his thoughts on the president's controversial tweets regarding the rule and discusses what its termination could mean for the housing industry's legacy. But before you listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Hello, Housing Wire listeners, my name is Alsina Lloyd, and I'm Housing Wire's digital producer. Today, I'm joined with the National Association of Real Estate Brokers, President Donnell Williams, who's also the owner of Destiny Realty. Thank you for joining us, Donnell.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Well, listeners, to provide you some background on today's interview, a few weeks ago, the Trump administration announced it would terminate the Obama-era rule regarding the implementation of the Affirmatively Furthering Fair Housing Provision of the 1968 Fair Housing Act. Earlier this month, President Donald Trump tweeted he was happy to inform people living a suburban lifestyle dream that they would no longer be bothered or financially hurt by having low-income housing built in their neighborhoods, as house prices would now go up and crime would also fall. The president's tweets ignited heated reactions from both sides of the fence, drawing criticism from industry groups like the National Association of Realtors, the Council of Large Public Housing Authorities, and more. Today, I want to gauge President Williams and the National Association of Real Estate brokers' perspective on the ruling and Trump's tweets. President Williams, what's your take on the termination of the rule?
1: Well, it, it it's a ne- it has a negative impact on uh fair housing. It's actually pretty horrible that this was uh rescinded. We were just starting to make headway. I mean, it takes time to have an impact. So it just started to actually have an impact, and then he rescinds this rule and, and basically creates an atmosphere of fear. So uh, you know, it set it set us back, it set us back quite a bit, to be honest with you.
0: So critics of the termination have said it will lead to an uptick in housing discrimination, like you said, while its supporters have said it will do the opposite. Is there truth to either stances?
1: Well, yes, I think that it will lead in an uptick in housing discrimination. I mean, even before this, there was discrimination with the mom and pop landlords who did not want to take a housing voucher in certain areas where you have a working family and they need help, and then they're discriminated against because they have a Section 8 voucher. So it's going to lead an uptick in that when you have something said by your leader, saying that, you know, we're going to do this, and we're going to keep you safe, and put those derogatory messages out there for the world. Is there an uptick in discrimination? Definitely.
0: All right. So Hudson, they would be replacing the AFFH rule with a new rule called preserving community and neighborhood choice, which it says defines for housing broadly to mean housing that among other attributes is affordable, safe, decent, free of unlawful discrimination and accessible under civil rights laws. Do you think this rule will be as effective?
1: I, you know, to be honest with you and be fair, I don't know because I have not read that rule. I have not seen anything. I have not been asked to participate. I haven't been asked for any input.
0: All right. Now let's talk about Trump's tweets. While many industry professionals like Julian Castro have condemned them as racist, there are those who may not understand why the rhetoric was harmful. Do you have any thoughts to offer on those who just don't understand why those tweets were so offensive?
1: Are his comments harmful? I think most definitely they're harmful. I mean, I think that they are dog whistles. I think that they are at its core racist. I think that, um, yeah, I think that it's sending a message out without a doubt to some folks that are out there and to uh, cause fear. It's just crazy talk. I mean, you've got uh, <laughs> bad apples on 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 both sides, but I mean to go out there and say you know and and label everyone. So it's it's just uh, just really not a good thing. I think that it's a good thing to have integrated neighborhoods, people of color if they can afford the rent or afford to, or if a municipality can afford to build, you know, housing in a certain area, they shouldn't be condemned or, or, you know, you know, and if he strokes a fire, then that means the neighbors will get upset and they'll have a misconception of the purpose behind it all. I'm on the board of adjustments in my township. And I got to tell you that, people, uh, uh, some of the neighbors came out when when, uh, another town built some affordable housing in their neighborhood. And this was right. And he's saying these things. I think that he stroked this fire. I think that he escalated the matter. I really do. Because I was there to witness it.
0: Wow. So we can only perceive that this situation is going to escalate, especially since this was put on such a large platform.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: So this brings me to my last question. So how do you think the housing industry will prevent discrimination from being a part of its legacy?
1: It will not. Systemic racism is a, is a part of housing. It's a part of what this industry was built on, how people got wealthy on the backs, how they discriminated against, especially Black people from the very beginning. I mean, every day. I mean, I was just discriminated against. I have a client that was just discriminated against uh, two weeks ago. I've been fighting this battle with this company, this big box company for two weeks. Me, personally. So I just think that it is racism involved all up and down and all over it.
0: Uh, So where can we go from here?
1: From here, we go to our government officials, our politicians, and we ask them, for what I've been asking for since one year and six days ago uh, of an African-American homeownership plan. That's mm-hmm. what we need on the books.
0: What would that plan entail? Uh,
1: stronger uh, positioning for the discounted interest rates, discounted down payment um, requirements, similar to what's already on the books since 1992, 19, late 80s, early 90s, HUD section 184 for the Native American home ownership plan. There's no reason in my mind why we should not have an African-American home ownership plan. I mean, it's got to include uh, a discounted mortgage. I mean, yeah, interest rates should be 2% <laughs> for some folks. And when interest rates go up, I mean, we're going to drive the economy. I mean, if we're spending, you know, trillions of dollars each year, we're going to spend the consumer dollar. I don't see why we wouldn't be able to, uh, we're refocusing without a doubt. I mean, that's why we're having such an uptick since I became president of the Black Home Ownership Rate. We have moved that needle and my folks, the realtors organization are the boots on the ground. We're the ones, (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of people, a lot of new groups that popped up talking about Black Home Ownership. We were doing it first. We caused the attention. We're driving the market. We are pushing it. We are the boots on the ground. And we're we're definitely moving the needle. So I don't see why. The first thing we need to do is have that African American homeownership program. Now, American Dream Down Payment Savings Plan that bill introduced the other day, uh, it, it great step in the right direction. Step in the right direction. But we gotta stay focused, and we have to get African American homeownership plan. It's just ludicrous not to.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you today for giving us the opportunity okay. to interview once again.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to the daily download today. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on the news of the day as we continue to share the hottest topics in the industry every weekday. Lastly, we just launched the August Housing Wire magazine that features a complete redesign in all new sections. And if you sign up now, you can help us give back to the NBA's Open Doors Foundation since we're donating $5 for everyone who posts a photo of them with the August magazine issue. Tags us and uses the hashtag HW gives back 2020. And yes, you can take a digital picture of the issue as well as a selfie. So with that, it's a wrap on today's episode of the daily download and catch everyone here again.